0: Try to imagine all life, as you know it, stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. Photonic
1: reversal. With the color neutral.
2: Party people, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you listen, it does not matter, we love you anyway, you are listening to the one, the only, Protonic Reversal here, Center of Everywhere, Radio Valencia, welcome, welcome, welcome one, welcome all, even that one guy. Got a great show for ya, gonna be... We're going to be... Right now, we're going to be looking at real-time drop, attempting to figure out how this wireless keyboard works, apparently, which is entertaining for me, if not for you, because she's looking at it as if someone from the 1920s would have looked at it. This typewriter does not have any paper in it. How's,
3: how my How will I type
2: my treatise of a letter? It's... There's no paper I, on this typewriter. I'm it's I'm so tiny.
3: It's not on...
2: Oh, fantastic! Uh, usually, it takes more than a minute and a half for me to get off my game, but hey, that's where <laughs> we're at. Uh, we're gonna be talking to Mr. Bob Bucko Jr. It's uh, a fantastic, um, fantastic man.
3: A crowd pleaser. A crowd pleaser,
2: definitely. Yeah, and uh, Mr. Ryan Warner as well. At the At the thirty mark, we're gonna be playing some tunes. It's the thing we do. You're, just, you're, you're having a rough go over it, I don't
3: get it. I'm giving up. <laughs> you're just... You're just...
2: <laughs> Fantastic. I, I, this is the kind of time... Sometimes I, I'm like, oh, we should have like a webcam or something. I'm like, oh, no, that's boring. Nobody wants to watch people do a radio show on a webcam. It's like where the Howard Stern show or something over here, right? But, yeah, every once in a while there'll be something along those lines where it's like, <laughs> we really should have a webcam or something. I mean, that's just... Uh, you know, this the scene you struggle with that is, is, is endearing. It's entertaining. <laughs> I'm I'm sure if we had ratings, the ratings would increase, our listenership would probably jump up. I'm not good with technology. I was looking for that, but I could I couldn't find it right now. But it's good that you did it in real time. Real time drop. That was that was very awesome of you. Uh, joining me uh, in this Rita Valencia Studios is none other than DJ Real Time Drop. That is right
3: (laughs) I'm amazed that that exists I feel very proud of my life And the fact that that Ah, there weren't any batteries (laughs) That's why it wasn't working
2: Fantastic This is a song about getting off your ass It's called Get Off Your Ass a little foul mouth for you. Who's got in the morning. a foul mouth? Foul mouth. That's I
3: haven't it. had any coffee.
2: You know, I. I'm, let's let's talk about that in, in just a moment. Let me just finish back announcing that. That's a baby. I actually it's parentheses baby. I'm in in parentheses old motherfucker. And that is a wait what baby <laughs> Say I'm that in again. Ol, baby I'm in in parentheses old motherfucker. And that is a Mr. Jeff Moody's band of strip wax fame. And he is a former guest of the show and a friend of the show and a friend in real life as well. And I think I I called him accurately a human treasure before, which I totally agree with. A human treasure? Yeah, he's a a wonderful dude that is off of the record, Smith, that they just released this week, which has all the recordings with uh, their unfortunately departed bandmate, uh, Steve Smith, who... They are. They continue on as a band even still, and they are. They are indeed a bunch of old MFers. They're. Uh, they're <laughs> they started. I, I believe the. And I, I wish this would be a great time to have a drop of some sort to, of, of that interview, but the, the conversation went something like this: "Hey, we're a bunch of old MFers. Let's start a band." And that's exactly that's exactly the case. And they're all like you know late forties, fifties, something along those lines. Uh, but they're great. And uh, again, Jeff Moody is national treasure. Human treasure. I think is the the appropriate term. Before that, we had "Get Off Your Ass" by Minutes, which is a good,
3: pleasant way to start the morning. Yeah, it's a it's a
2: good. Uh, see here, see, I'm running slowly because you mentioned that you didn't have any coffee. I actually made coffee at home. Oh wow! uh, Good coffee, and and I was like, oh, good. I actually gonna have enough time to to drink this beforehand, and you know, I won't be totally like zombified the entire ride in to do the show. And I put it on the ground for a minute, and oh, I ex- no. I kicked it over.
3: I, oh, I kicked it over, no. and I, I pretty
2: much polished the floor. Oh, with
3: it. that's sad.
2: And so I went from being early to being like just barely on time to getting in, and like I, I there was like maybe you know an ounce of it left in the bottom, and I was very sad. I was a very oh, sad. Sad, way sad to, panda. <laughs> it was a very sad way to start the morning for sure.
3: That's sad. But you
2: were saying you were, you you ended up, you overslept as well. Like I believe well, I sent you a message. Are you, are you coming into the show or what? What's happening? Like, are, you, are we doing this?
3: Uh, yeah, I did. I was planning to get up and go get coffee, but mm. I did not.
2: That didn't. But, that didn't work out for you, huh?
3: <laughs> yeah, I just. I don't know. I, today is my Saturday, and I was really over people yesterday. I was very grumpy. Mm. I, it was commented on... I was being kind of a pain. I get very, like, moody when I'm grumpy. I
2: It's weird because, like, I feel like, you know... I'd like to meet the person that doesn't get moody when they're grumpy. That's the person I want to hang around
3: <laughs> Well... Like, if
2: they just, like, quietly suffer, I guess? I don't I know. I guess like, what, the other the, thing is that
3: I'm always down to hang out and be around people, but ah, but you were
2: feeling maybe a little more antisocial then.
3: I was just grumpy, yeah. I, I just, understand. like, you know, it's important to acknowledge when you're grumpy... But I also, like, I mean, I serve people, so in my mind, when I'm around people that I like and I care about because I know them, mm-hmm. I still want to be around them, and I don't want them to notice that I'm grumpy, and I forget that, like, people still notice.
2: Oh, yeah. They'll be like,
3: what's wrong? What's wrong? And I'm like, uh,
2: <laughs> Chris Fry in the chat box saying people. that it's Wednesday, so... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chris Fry.
3: It's my Saturday. <laughs> See, this is why I need coffee, because I think it's Saturday, and it's actually... Today's Thursday. Wait a second. Today's
2: definitely Thursday. Yeah, don't listen. Chris Fry is throwing your misinformation. Please don't, please don't listen I'm to I'm so
3: confused. <laughs> <laughs> Told you guys I didn't have coffee. No, I just... I was saying yesterday that, I mean, it must be draining... I can imagine it's draining to deal with kids, but, like, kids are innocent, and humans Mm. are supposed to be adults, but also they're kind of kids.
2: Humans are terrible.
3: I hate that feeling when someone walks up to you and you're like, you suck, and I instantly know that. (laughs) Or it's it's like...
2: Dropping the science this morning, apparently.
3: Well, sometimes, you know, like when you've been drained of all your energy to serve people or to be around people, mm-hmm. and someone walks up and you're kind of like, you are a big weirdo, but you're sweet and you have no bad intentions. People are still that annoying me, me
2: all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you're a big weirdo, but you're sweet.
3: I'll put up with you because you're sweet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But please go away.
2: <laughs> I might as well have a sign on it, like, hanging hang on my back. A sandwich board? You will put up with me, and I will go away.
3: <laughs> well, this, this, let me answer your concern.
2: This is, uh, by request, this is United Nations.
3: Chris Ryan, look at out.
2: Meanwhile on uh, Main Street is what this is called. I've never heard this before. Let's, hopefully this is not terrible. But I, I trust Chris, so we we'll, we'll see. <laughs> That was a little band called Motherfucker, which would have been a great professional segue if I had uh, played that after the Baby, I'm an Old Motherfucker song. But hey, it's not always about what you do. It's about what you could have done. So there you go. That was something that could have happened. You can pretend... That was the thing that had happened, or you cannot, and that's also okay. Great band from Athens, Georgia. Three very lovely and talented ladies that bring the awesome, and they leave it. They leave it for you on the stage. Before that, we had, by request, Mr. Chris Fry of House Fry and House Porch. <laughs> that was uh, United Nations. Meanwhile, on Main Street. I don't I don't have nearly enough use, time to use, reason to use the Game of Thrones rap these days. So, any excuse to use the Game of Thrones rap, I am for it. Oh yeah, new Minot. There is a new Minot, isn't there? Yeah, we should, we should play something about the new Minot. For Chris Fry of House Porch <laughs> Chris Fry of Tennessee. All right, that's enough. That uh, we're going to be talking to Mister Bobbaco Junior. and Ryan Warner shortly. You know, all right. Here, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and complain here for a minute. I know, brace yourself. Complaining is coming. A lot of these instrumental bands, I, I, I love you guys. It's it's fantastic, it's great. But, gah, people, these songs are so long. When you're running a radio show here, there's a limited amount of time. All right, every every, every second is sacred, sacred people, sacred. And these the song lengths, you're, you're you're just killing me. It's just it's you're you're leaving me leaving me for dead, and and uh, I, just, I don't like it. I don't like it. Shorter songs There's not There's, there's this new Mind on that record There's not a song Under five minutes Shannon Core What Hast Thou Wrath Oh I'm a I'm a jackass I haven't even Listened to this yet Real Time Drop Is going out And getting coffee For us Right now Which is not Part of her duties As a DJ on Radio Valencia On
1: Proton- Protonic Reversal I might
2: skip there But yeah Protonic Reversal But she does it anyway because she's a good person. So she'll be back momentarily, and we'll uh, why don't we play? Why don't we play like an album side of Yes length, Minot song? (laughs) We'll come back with Bob Bucko Jr. and maybe Ryan Warner, and we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. Oh, and if you didn't if you didn't tune in early, and of course I know you all did, but for the show. If you heard some puzzling sounds that uh, were interspersed with my voice as well as, as others, that was the, I don't know if you call it social commentary or podcast or what, uh, but Chooch Talkin', which is this guy, this guy, Neil McCaskey, he, put, he puts together, he's put together two of them that's sort of, I guess you you could say a mashup of several popular, popular, right? <laughs> Podcast at the PRF. Uh the show Life in the Barrage, the Creative Control podcast, but just the pizza commercial part. And I, I think it's I think it's pretty brilliant. I'm probably gonna play it again on the on the way out. So in case you're thinking this could not possibly get more meta, you are wrong. So alright, let's let's hear some minot. Strap yourselves in, people. This is uh off of the Equal opposite record. This is allostatic load. (laughs) Load. That was none other than Minot with Allostatic Load. Load. Uh That is off the Equal Opposite record that just came out. You can get that at the, the Mylon Sheath. Uh, you can listen to it and download at minot.bandcamp.com. Matt Solberg, Ben Thorne, and Shannon Core. Can we get some more yeah. likes over here? Yes, Shannon, you can get some more likes over here. On the phone, I have none other than Mr. Whoa. Bob Bucko Jr. Bob Bucko, hello. How are you?
0: I'm good, I'm trying to use my radio voice because it's the morning.
2: Yes, definitely. Is
0: this time where you're at?
2: Yeah, the uh, the crowd demands that you use your radio voice and if you do not, they will turn on you in a second. Oh, see, they turned on me, just there. Ruthless, ruthless people around here.
0: Wow, man. Tough it's like a room in debut. It's pretty tough. <laughs> Boo, you exist.
2: Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bob Bucko Jr., if you're not aware, is a very prolific artist of many different uh, types of strains of music. Cassette Releaser. There's a lot of Bob Bucko music on cassette. Uh, would you agree with that? Okay. I, I'm looking. If you, if you go to BobBuckoJr.Bandcamp.com, I haven't even bothered to count. I have, like, three of these, and I haven't even bothered to count how many of them there are, but there are dozens and dozens of releases. Some of the more noisy side... Uh, there's uh, lots of different types of Bob Bucko Jr. releases. Uh, what, what's what's how, how do you how do you find the time for all this? Do you do, like what? How do you make this happen? Might be the question I'm asking you.
0: Um, I you know I got free time and I don't do anything else. I don't know. Um, I it's something I really like doing is recording, so I try to. Do it as much as I can. And I have lots of stupid ideas and I do them as often as I can.
2: Which is always good. If you're gonna do stupid ideas, do them as often as you can, I say. And oh, you
0: know, I mean, the hit to miss ratio might not be so good, but you get more hits if you keep missing,
2: right? Right. It's it's sort of like the guided by voices philosophy. Like there's gonna be some genius in there and there's also might be some cat poop, you just never know what you're gonna scoop up.
0: You just, you know, you just hope you put the right thing in the right box when you're done, yeah?
2: Exactly. And you guys, so you're currently on the road with Mr. Ryan Warner. Uh, well, on the road. In, in quotation marks, I suppose you might want to put. But yeah, you're out and doing shows with Mr. Ryan Warner. Friend of the show yeah. and personal friend.
0: Yeah, it's, it's the Abortator. We, uh, we were initially looking at 11 days and we kind of whittled it down to four. Because uh, Ryan Warner, the rock and roll poet, Laura and uh, myself... Just, I don't know, it's, it's a weird, weird combo for people, reading and uh, music together. It's just, wow, just getting in best room, apparently. But <laughs> I think he's around here, somewhere we're in, we're in beautiful Rock Island, Illinois, right now, enjoying some fantastic hospitality. And I think he's reading comic books somewhere, so maybe he'll come out of his shell. We'll find
2: out. Is that the uh, the home of the Rock Island Road, or that is that a different Rock Island I'm referring to? Oh,
0: wow, I've never heard of the Rock Island Road. I
2: only know it from the Johnny Cash song, really, honestly.
0: Oh. So. <laughs> well, no, it's it somewhere on Highway 61, so, I mean, you know, there could be connections
2: here. It's entirely possible, if not plausible.
0: Uh, so <laughs> one
2: thing I did want to tell you that... Uh, radio listening audience as well as Bob bucko Jr.'s. I've been listening to the, I think you, on, if you look on the Bandcamp, if you don't look, like I found on the SoundCloud that's out there, there's a lot of Bob Bucco Jr. material out there as we've already established. But there's a, a covers project you did, and the, I found it with the, with the Silkworm cover, which I, I'm probably going to play a little bit later because I think it's actually really well done. Uh, Thank you. What, uh, you did a so it was it was for a
0: month that you
2: did this? Is that right?
0: Yeah, on um, 29 days, uh, so all of February. And uh, uh, for kicks, I uh, recorded a Minutemen song on January 31st. And that same day, uh, an arts nonprofit I work for was sponsoring this thing called Fun a Day, where you the idea was to work on an art project a little bit every day through the month of February because Februarys really suck in Iowa. And uh, we need to add a little color to things. And uh, so since we were sponsoring this art thing, I figured, oh, I'll give it a shot. And three days in, I realized I was actually going to maybe do it. So, yeah, <laughs> right. 29 songs, 29 days, man.
2: <laughs> and just for, for those that uh, maybe are not looking at the page right now, there's uh, some Brian Eno, there's Vic Chestnut, Smog, Para Ubu, Silkworm... Television personalities Young Marble Giants Talking Heads Robert Wyatt Yolta. I mean there's, there's, there's Spaceman 3 There's all kinds of uh, all, all kinds of cover And there is indeed One for every day Of the week <laughs> and Or not every day Of the week yeah. Every day of the month Jeez. Uh, every day of the month Yeah <laughs> Sorry I didn't mean To short sell you there
0: Hey man come on <laughs>
2: Uh, and it's something that you can, you can download, uh, as a, you know, pay, pay what you want sort of download, uh, situation. Oh, for
0: sure. It's, uh, you know, there's been talk about physical releases on it, but because of copyright stuff, it would just be, no label is going to be able to afford putting that out. So, so yeah, so for now it's on the internet and, uh, sell TVs and shows and, uh, you know, Take them from me, please. I had fun
2: doing it. Fantastic, and you know the the way I actually found out about you in the first place is I actually know you by reputation. Uh, (laughs) As the only person I know from Dubuque from Reputation, because when I mentioned uh, that when my band when we first played Dubuque, the first thing that was said to me by Mister Patrick Tape Fleming of Poison Control Center was, "Oh, do you know Bob Bucko Junior?"
3: Oh, okay. You and I that. said...
2: Well, that's quite a name. Yeah, ex- well, I you probably turn your microphone on, huh? That might be a good idea. That's <laughs>
3: quite a name.
2: This is... An, it-
0: you know, I, I had nothing to do with it, but I, I'm glad to represent
3: it, yeah. So wait, reputation by, you know... What? It's like, just like, oh, you're going to
2: Dubuque. Like, Do you know Bob Bucko, Jr.? Are you going to hang out with him? And I, I, I was like, I've never heard of that guy, but he sounds awesome just based on <laughs> his name.
3: like, oh. everybody knows Bob Bucko, Jr. Oh, of course,
2: Bob Bucko, Jr. And it, then then immediately Patrick, who's just a very excitable personality, much like myself, and maybe one of the reasons why we established a friendship so early on, like oh he's this great guy he makes all these like crazy like psych noise releases and like he's always he's really awesome you you guys can totally get along hope you hang out blah 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 this and that and like oh okay cool and we totally didn't and I did not meet him that time but I did meet him the next time and <laughs> uh, that's a that's a terrible story I don't know why I even told that but. <laughs> So uh, I didn't meet him that time But uh, I met him next time And that was cool okay, the
0: set Oh there's nothing to knock down though
2: I know as all is all set up All set up with no knockdown The Kona Neutron story Aww. Oh,
0: the, the time we actually the time, <laughs> the time we actually met was uh that's the reason me and Warrior have a band together is because of you, man. That's right. Which is, Oh,
2: that's a big deal. Well, that band is uh, yeah. called Split Pricks, and there is some... Um, yeah, but
0: you do to like so god-awful name or nothing, man. It's a pretty... Well, it's... But you, but you can take credit for the band
2: existing, so that's cool. I don't have to take credit wait, for the Wait, wait,
3: wait. So what happened to Spawn a band off after meeting Conan. Well,
0: so, I believe, what, what's the deal here? Let me, tell, correct me if I'm wrong. No, but I will. You, you got a hold of me and asked if I wanted to play with you guys. That's right. coming through Dubuque, right?
2: Yeah, so Victory yeah, and Associates so, was coming through Dubuque, and I asked, I was like, hey, Bob Bucko, why don't you play with us? That would be fun. That and would- my
0: immediate response was, my stupid-ass solo that bastard stuff can't go before a high-energy rock band.
2: Right, which so I was I like, I'm fine with it,
0: because Werner has enough energy for me and three other people, and he's in like seventeen uh,
2: million bands anyway, so it's sort of like you know' no be one more'
0: yeah. one more <laughs> you know, he sucks in all of them it's fine.
2: <laughs> and then yeah, the split prick stuff there's a, it's like two guitars and drums, and there's some some baritone shredding, I think you you' played a baritone on that one, right uh,
0: yeah, I'm playing baritone and Ryan. and uh when you when we played with you guys, we were at three piece now we have two guitars. And I play baritone And
2: drummer.
1: okay Yeah and
0: everyone, Everyone's tuned down To like A flat Or something absurd Like that But uh Yeah it's my chance To rip off Chavez Or something I was gonna uh, say
2: It, uh, had, it had, had a very chance much chance a, a Chavez uh, Kind of Silkworm Sort of vibe In a good way Like it, it was Cause it was, yeah, like not a lot of bands uh, I mean, Mind that territory So
0: Yeah yeah Well I mean It's I don't know Like the, the kind of uh, Where we're at You know Like late 30s Early 40s Kind of area Where like well, it's the same thing with the covers recording. It's like a lot of those songs are from like a certain period in the 90s because that's the music I'm going to remember the most. Right, know. exactly. With the stuff when you're like 16 or 21, is going to be the most resonant thing with you, man. So, uh, yeah. Oh, guess you just came out of the catacombs. Morning. Mr. <laughs> Ryan Werner. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Should so, so I go to microphone here? Crowd's going wild.
2: All right, here he is. This is like his, his wrestler intro. Here. I
3: know I have like a really interesting image in my head right now. Yeah, of some guy coming out of the catacombs, but like kind of maybe hungover, well, you, or like sleepy or something. Well, he wouldn't be
2: hungover, but he—I'm I telling you right now that uh, he does—he does look like sleepy, this. groggy. Uh, I'm, this is this is the man that <laughs> we're gonna be talking to now.
3: Man,
0: that's... you ever
3: sleep on a pillow of cocaine? It's just nice. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan
2: Warner? <laughs> I
0: mean, I didn't really sleep. I guess that was the wrong
2: word. Yeah, exactly. S- sleep might be a misnomer. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Do you have a co-host? Did
0: I miss something, Conan? What's going on? Yeah, like
2: probably every episode of the show, right? I mean, <laughs> that's probably what you missed. <laughs> yes, the, you, were li- you were listening. The other voice you hear is none other than uh, Brennabat's. A.K.A. none other than DJ Real Time drop. drop. Here on Radio Valencia, Protonic Reversal.
3: I'm just a figment of your imagination. Mm. Wait, wait. That doesn't work with the DJ name. No, not so much. Okay, let's move back. Can you
0: play k- that song about
3: little Hand talking about Rob Zombie? <laughs> I can
0: <laughs> if you want me to. <laughs> No, I kind
2: of know... Are you guys sound in a
3: tunnel or Zombie? a tin can?
2: I think they're on speakerphone. No, oh, okay. I kind of know
0: the sound man for Rob Zombie.
2: So, tell
3: me... Tell me about
2: this uh, heavy metal be- belly dancing scenario. What What is what is this? I'm going to try and turn this up so we can actually hear what the hell you're saying, too. What's that? Tell us about this this heavy metal uh, belly dancing show that was... The-
0: oh, 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 you can take this one, Morgan. Okay. I'll, uh it a little easier yeah okay
2: yeah we uh way better we,
0: yeah okay we played we played this uh art space i guess i didn't play i just read i don't know i i'm still getting used to like yeah you know, i got a show like well i'm just reading a book in front of people like hardly hardly a show but um i we we showed up in a neat little art space and uh we're like, okay, we're just gonna be with heavy metal belly dancing. Like, I don't know what that entails. I thought I heard morning beers, buddy.
2: <laughs> yeah, what what does that mean? Um. I, I don't. I mean, is it just like, um. is it like Planet of the Apes? Is it just as advertised? as belly dancing and heavy heavy metal music being played? It
0: was advertised just as heavy metal belly dancing. So, like, I mm. have no. Like, I mean, once it happened, I was like, oh wait, this is exactly what I thought it was gonna be. Like, there was no. Like it was it was high visibility, man. Like it was. There wasn't a lot missing, but, um, yeah, like, I mean, it's, like, I read, and I was like, okay, you know, and then Bob played, and I'm like, all right, well, here we go, now we got the heavy metal belly dancing. So I, I sat down, and I was like, okay, well, I'm going don't, to, I don't know if this is going to be good or bad, but I, I'm figuring if I'm paying attention and, it, and it's good, I'll, I'll know, you know, it'll transcend me not knowing sure. anything about belly dancing. And I watched, and it was, it was certainly, uh, like, happening, you know, I, I <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was definitely occurring. There was definitely an event that was occurring in, around you and
0: with you. Yeah, of all the heavy metal belly dancing I've seen, that was definitely some of it. You know, like
2: wait, you've seen a
3: lot sense. of heavy metal belly dancing?
2: I, I think he's being you know, facetious. I
3: seen You're a being a lot. sea fish. <laughs> God, I'm <laughs> eating a sea fish. Do we just play telephone?
2: <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> know, why didn't you? Why don't you just interpret what you think either he or I say, and that'll be the I radio?
0: I just have show. a lot
3: of really interesting images in my head right now.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, the seat. Well, I'm not going to go there as far as Bob's already. Me and Bob have locked in to just an area of just complete like sophomoric routine. Just. <laughs> like on the road even more so than when we're at home it's just like well we're in the car for four hours like do you have a, yeah. a lot of fart jokes like, so, so
2: you're on tour you know. basically yes of course yeah, yeah. We're,
0: yeah exactly <laughs> like oh can we talk about helmet for three hours probably like let's go ahead and do that Mouth but, Rock
3: that's a subject well, you can talk about the
0: helmet sucks
3: <laughs> that's not what i said what i you like mean? helmet i don't i'm not even going back no nope. <laughs> moving forward i also like that band battles
2: yeah, battles are good. The, the they,
3: drummer from Helmet. Is yeah, John in,
2: Stanier. Uh, Yeah. They, they. They. Not every song is great, but when they're on, they're really on. I really like the song with Gary Newman. Actually, where the guy's falling up the elevator the entire time. Really good video. Good song. Oh yeah. Gary
0: Newman did a record together.
2: Yeah. Well, he's so the this is actually a really. This is actually no no. In all seriousness, this is actually a really cool thing. So the. Uh, second Battles record, they lost the guy that, does, like, whenever they have vocals, there was the guy that did the vocals, right? That dude oh, okay. left. So instead of getting someone else to do vocals that were, like, value-added vocals rather than, like, you know, necessary, what they what they did is they got a guest vocalist for each song. So they got, oh, like, a okay. uh, chick from Blonde Redhead to do a song. They got, uh, you know, whatever, different people. But Gary Newman did one of them, and it's actually a really kick-ass song. And he's in the video, too, where there's the 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 conceit of the video and this is you, you, you lose a little something without the visual but there's a guy falling down and up an escalator almost the entire time as the camera sort of pans around and Gary Newman's going up and down the elevator singing and battles are playing like on the escalator I've heard of this video
3: I haven't actually seen it though it's pretty good that
0: doesn't sound too bad
3: it's actually know, pretty it awesome sounds, I had, it I sounds had awesome battles and I didn't
0: I didn't really like like it I mean I had stuff to do there was just a lot of shit that repeated I you like, had
3: okay, stuff I to do. To do. <laughs> Well I was just like I have
0: to go do laundry. Like I don't want to listen to this like part for the next 5 minutes. Like
3: <laughs> I saw I them know. play at um, in Gainesville, Florida like maybe 8 years ago and it was like one of m- the more memorable performances in my mind like I'm surprised it- they
2: allow anyone but Cannibal Corpse to play in Gainesville, Florida, but go ahead.
3: <laughs> yeah, wow. It was Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> Big I'm disc. I'm over and over. I saw them play at Common Grounds which no longer exists and um they have their drummer set up like as the 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 centerpiece of the band with the right. crash cymbal really high which at the time I mean I think I was like 20 20- Two or twenty-one, and I thought that was like the coolest thing ever because he had to jump and it was big.
2: It's pretty. It's still pretty. It's mostly dumb rather than cool. But like, it's I get it. I knew you
3: would have that perspective, but at the time, no, no,
2: it's baffling. Which it's good to baffle people to a certain degree.
3: I think I did. He
0: play upside down like Tommy Lee. That's really the thing.
3: (laughs) He did not. But if he had, uh, I don't know. I'm. I i do not know what I would have done. I would have gone crazy. Like girls gone you, wild. You would have gone,
2: yeah. That like if you, if you would have, like if John Stanya had suddenly like slipped into a globe and it started spinning around and I
3: would have been like, oh my god, yeah. girls gone wild. And
2: like suddenly there's a bad reality show starring him in it, like while wow, he's spinning <laughs> around in this globe.
3: I think I went to that show by myself too, which is actually even more awesome. Hmm. Yeah. But. Okay, so
0: I've only been hearing Ryan's end of this conversation, and <laughs> he said something bad about battles. And uh, yeah, he's nuts. We,
3: we uh, didn't I hear saw that.
0: Him saw them in 2005. I thought they were pretty, 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 pretty good. So. Yeah,
2: I, I think they're great. I, I don't love every song, but when they're on, they're pretty on. We were mostly talking about oh, John uh crazy symbol, uh, like his his one. Like his crash, crash that's, like, 20 feet in the air. Yeah,
3: and he has to, oh, like, yeah, do yeah. a I crazy...
0: Feet up and he, I talked to him after the show. That guy sweats through more than a fat man. He was something else. He was uh, kind of physical there. And any drummer that can play loops like that is kind of good.
2: Yeah, he's a, uh, he's a, he's a great drummer. And then it's weird like that, the, like, drummer. in Helmet, he was almost, like, playing below his skill level, apparently, you know, it's, which is interesting to think yeah. about.
3: Yeah, I'm sure that, I mean, doesn't... I bet that happens a lot, you know, like... I, I'm not a musician, so I'm not in any bands. But al- I mean, for drummers, like
2: there's also drummers that play above their, their skill level as well.
3: Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure that, that happens exactly, probably I'd more. Have someone, I'd rather have a
0: drummer dumb it down and play it really well than overextend any time.
2: Absolutely, That's, completely, definitely.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's
0: rock and roll. You
3: don't want to get too fancy,
2: right? Exactly. Exactly. So this is Drum Talk, uh, Radio Valencia, and <laughs> no, I, I lie, this is none other than... Drum
3: it down Protonic a
1: bit. Protonic Reversal. Excuse me, excuse me. Protonic Reversal.
2: Show ID, hello. <laughs> how else will the radio listening audience know what they're listening to? They might think it's NPR.
3: They so- might. You're listening
0: to Protonic Reversal by Colin Neutron and friends.
2: All right, I'll isolate that. That was good.
0: That was good. Except yeah. for
2: the fact that I talked over the end of it, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dude, if this is a pro operation. I'm I'm out, screw it.
2: <laughs> so, Bob Go Junior, please tell me why you release things on cassette.
0: Um Wow, good question. A it's cheap. I can't afford to press my own vinyl. Um, B, I grew up on mixtapes, man. I love it. You know, it's weird because there is this like bizarre fetishization pedi- of it by like a community of people that were like born in '95 or something, right. which freaks me out. Um, so I get that. At worst, it can be like an art object or like some kind of horrible ironic posturing. But I, I, I have a Walkman still. So, like, it does, you know, for me, I feel okay about my choice. <laughs> you know, it's just it's a cool way to hear things, and uh, you have to, it's kind of like a record. you got to engage in, like, 10 or 15 or 20 minutes of music at a time. Well, you sure. I, like I, MP, it's not an MP3 or a CD where you can bounce around.
2: And that was so my follow-up to you, right, As I was going to ask if you actually listen to cassettes and if, you know, oh, yeah. what the, what the rationale behind, I mean, certainly, you know, dropping a Walkman is less of a... Uh, disaster than dropping an iPod or a, or a smartphone. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's true. You know, I mean it's it's all relative stuff, and at, and at the core, it's like you know they're all just like you know transmission devices anyway. Right. You know because you can make the same you know and, and people people get real format specific, and you know they'll, they'll they'll shit on records or CDs or crap, and you know you got to go analog. But it. it's like in the end, it's just like. Whatever I have a handful of, if I have to put it out, or whatever, someone else is kind enough to waste their money on me if they're putting it out. God bless them. I don't worry. <laughs> you know?
2: Well, yeah, it's and, and it's I guess it's ultimately, nice. It's, nice. It, it's not really worth getting worked up about. But people do get worked up about it, and people get, you know, well, they really do vehemently I mean, anti. <laughs>
0: well, and the, and the thing is, at the core of it, like anything that's physical media is. It's wasteful, it's pointless, no one's going to care, blah, blah, blah. You can be as nihilistic about it as you want, or you can just be like, hey, I had fun, and I got something to show for it if anyone ever wants to look at it. (laughs) You know, maybe even listen to it someday. Sure. Yeah, dare to dream, right?
3: There's a (laughs) coffee shop here that only plays cassette, because they're that...
0: Really? Okay, see, that that pisses me off,
3: guys. <laughs> I know it pissed me off when I heard about it too.
0: I don't be go down that road that far, man. Come on, that's I, that's it, too much.
3: It upset me a little bit, but then at the same time, like people are super into it, and then they, you know, yeah. they all like went out looking for you know going to thrift stores looking for cassettes to listen to at- i've got i've got
2: boxes of them and good shit i'll give i'll give it to them
0: i don't want anymore i like i
3: it. have a tape player at home i i mean oh, yeah. i don't and
0: that stuff it does in a like a uh, thrift store for sure so you can, well i mean like when i think of like doing tapes is because i remember like being on the bus in seventh grade and listening to like i'm the man ep by Anne frax or something you know, like wow. like that, you know So so that's my little slice of heaven Is like putting the Walkman on And being a little kid again and, You know That's, sure. that's enough <laughs> But I mean, if it works as a marketing tool For your coffee shop or something Like do that too, sure man well, I think it was just a
2: way to be different. Yeah, it is SF oh, everyone's sure. just trying to, you know,
0: uh Everyone got everyone got a niche, man. For yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah,
2: exactly. You know,
0: it's, it's just you know, being a purist about anything that you, you know, puts you in a corner eventually. So so analog purists or people that are like just tape traders or you know any anything you can come up with where someone's you know, you turn into an asshole eventually. Tape so. trader
2: or tape traitor? <laughs>
0: Ooh, punishing there,
2: sir. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Ah. Where's my, where's my, uh, where's my, there we go. Yeah, there we go. That's. <laughs> keep it going. <laughs>
0: all right. Wow. How all do we right, fit is all Dan those.
3: Williams audience we're dealing with here? What's
2: going on? Yeah, we have a, it's like the Today Show in here, except for with uh, really insular humor and occasionally a dick joke. Yeah. <laughs>
3: That's yeah. a good quote. That should be on the website. <laughs> that's, that's, that is pretty good. See, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: if, you, if you guys were to fly in the car with me and Werner, you'd just bang your head against the window till you die.
3: Wait, so where are yeah. you guys on
0: the way
2: to? Or wait, where? Rock Island. They're in Rock Island.
0: We're in Rock Island, Illinois, in the beautiful quad cities of Iowa and Illinois.
3: Wait, Illinois has say, islands? We're,
0: we're in Moline, Illinois, right presently. <laughs> It's, it's four towns, two in Iowa, two in Illinois. And they're How close that is that to
3: Peoria? Wait, Peoria is a Dude,
0: in we, we drove through Peoria on our way here last night. So oh, probably okay. Probably within two hours. Yeah, wow. i 74. Interstate 74. Today's Protonic Reversal is sponsored to you by Interstate 74, the hours <laughs> Infrastructure System that is allowing the Illuminati to traffic. Uh, human beings
3: from Mexico. China. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs>
2: Fantastic.
3: <laughs> that's a that's a fancy sponsor, but they don't pay well. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey,
0: you didn't get the check
3: from them yet. Well, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> I was, was
2: going to say that they, they, they probably will pay in gold bars. I would imagine <laughs> <laughs>
3: gold bars. <laughs> I I want their gold bars. So I'll take it. I'll melt it down and make jewelry out of it. So, all right. Uh,
2: and not to get away, the, the and get away from the Illuminati and Gold Bar discussion, but uh, we're going to get away from the Illuminati and Gold Bar discussion. As Bob, and for people that have never been to Dubuque, Iowa, Dubuque, Iowa is a very uh, singular area <laughs> that uh, defies all logic and, and description other than to say uh, that singular. it's.
3: Singular, that was so beautifully yeah. neutral. <laughs> yeah, like by singular, what do you mean? Do you mean unique or yeah. interesting? I mean, the. There's just one person there?
2: I like the town, uh, but it definitely seems as if the biggest pastime is uh, tearing each other apart into pieces. (laughs) Emotionally, if not physically.
0: There's a reason Legal Fingers had an album called No Time for Tenderness, and it has nothing to do with Right. Kind of like Ryan Werner, but still.
2: Um. So living living in, in Dubuque which is uh, we're going charitably to say is not a major metropolitan area but it's, it's but it seems like it's very uh, kind of easy to get do things and and, and live there yeah. and, and, and be an artist and whatnot but it's not yeah. a very supportive environment is was what I, what I'm saying And its well, it's not supportive in a way that most human beings would be able to understand. I guess might be the. Well,
0: yeah, yeah. I I, I know you've had your issues with it, man, and uh, and I, I can dig that. But uh, well, I mean, the two things about it is, you yeah, know, it's cheap, right? And it's in between a bunch of places. Like it's a great place to live if you want to tour because your overheads low at home.
2: I've always loved. I've, around the country. Yeah, I've always loved playing in Dubuque. Uh, like, meaning yeah. that I like visiting, but I wouldn't probably wouldn't want to live there.
0: Oh, no, I, I get you, man. I mean, I lived on both coasts and I realized I'm a country boy or some crap like that. So I kind of like being in the middle of nowhere. Right. But uh, also, along the lines of what you are saying, I find it to be actually an incredibly supportive town.
2: Well, and that's, just, that's one no thing. One's,
0: no one's, no one's going to let anyone get a big head, for sure.
2: Right. They're, they're but, definitely. Yeah,
0: but, it's, but there's. When you live in a place, like you said, uh, you know, generously not a major metropolitan area there aren't shows every night. There's, you, you create, you know, that's what I like about being nowhere. You either create your own fun or you hate your life. Which one's it going to be? Let's have fun. You know? Right. And, uh, and that I think leads to, for the amount of people doing stuff in the town, there's actually a lot of creativity and a lot of stuff that doesn't suck. And the, that batting average is pretty damn good for a small
2: place. Well, and that's one of the things I think that speaks to the credit of, of Dubuque and of the Dubuque area is yeah. that it, it is. Th- there's definitely like if you were only to focus on the viciousness of which everyone <laughs> interacts with each what other. You do? <laughs> no, no, I, I definitely I I enjoy I've dude I've played Dubuque for years and I, I actually really like the town. It's just it, 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 it's it's yeah. fascinating to me as much as uh, Gene Goodall might visit the Apes and. Uh, <laughs>
3: I know nothing of this neighbor. place so this is interesting Dubuque,
2: Iowa? We're I, talking about know. Dubuque, Iowa?
3: I mean <laughs> It's the oldest
0: American town um, west of the Mississippi. Uh, it was founded by um, a, French, a French fur trader. Uh, yeah, let's not talking about the cross burning, Ryan. Jeez.
2: Is it, did wow. you say it was, a fa- it was founded by a French tape trader? Is that what you said?
0: Wow. I, I would say fur trader, but Ryan would turn that into something sexual most likely. So, <laughs> God. <sighs>
3: <laughs> well, wow, you guys have been in a car for a while, I can tell.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. I if mean, you imagine us was out for two weeks, we'd so like mind-melded into the worst person you ever had to talk to. <laughs> wow.
3: <laughs> well, you guys have way more energy yeah, than me, I, so buddy. I respect that.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, no, like, you kids are very odd. Like you said, singular is actually a really good word for it, man. Well, because here's... no so a- place I've been that's like it, and I love it. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, it's part of why me and we're the assholes we are, so we gotta roll with it, you
2: know. I need to cl- I need to clarify because it's not that I don't like the place. I'm just fascinated and slightly baffled by it. And oh yeah. And that- I'm
0: breaking your balls this whole time just in a nice way.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well it, it's I don't know. It's 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 interesting because there is all right, I'll put it this way because uh in the increasingly mini mall esque ization of America Not a lot of places have their own local personality But I think Dubuque definitely And the greater Dubuque area Because I you know Warner gets all pissed off When he doesn't mention like Hazel Green Or whatever the hell it is he's, he's from
0: <laughs> Wherever Warner slums <laughs> when he's not in Dubuque
2: <laughs> uh, Where he doesn't claim Dubuque But uh, it, it has personality And I think that that's no. something that you, We're losing a lot of in, in, today's, in today's culture Everything's just like one I mean, big morass Like for a
0: straight answer for that I think a lot of it has to do with Not being on an interstate Right, like we're, oh. we're an hour, we're an hour. like, yeah, we're like an hour north of uh, Interstate eighty. Like if we were on what goes right into San Francisco from the other opposite end of the country, you know, we'd probably be way more strip mallish. Right. But instead, like we're just far enough removed where we can get to all these towns within two or three hours. But we stayed David Lynches. You know. <laughs> sure. which
2: is nice and that that's something I think that's disappearing in, in today's day and age. That's and the it's... only
0: bad thing about touring, I'm sure you can relate. It's like when you get on the road and you just see like the same four chain stores oh, yeah. from the highway every fucking ten miles and it's like What this this shouldn't be the world, man. You know, it's but well, then it's depressing. You get into towns so and you find all the cool stuff, and you get into the town, you know.
2: Right, and it's it didn't honestly because I've been around long enough that I've kind of been touring like right, so I I at least caught like the tail end of it not being like that, and it is different now. Oh you
0: know. yeah.
2: And it's yeah. it's it's really like it's it's surreal because yeah, you just you see the same signs in the same places wherever you go now and it's, it's that's a that's little sad. True.
0: When I went out in the late nineties, two things were you didn't it wasn't as homogenized and it was a lot cheaper to travel.
2: Yes, and there wasn't as many people so doing it too, as sort of bands go, which is also good for is the
0: same. Your, your payout's still the same, but your gas is like four times as much, so <laughs> it's a little weirder.
2: Right, right,
0: definitely.
3: <laughs> I uh, find all this very interesting because I've never driven across the United States or been in a band uh, or you know, but I know lots of people who do this regularly. Like, meh, overrated. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all stop. Don't join the club. <laughs> But I also met I met these guys last February who were like
2: little band called Motley Crew. Maybe you've heard of them.
3: <laughs> oh, these are they were kind of motley, and they were a crew. Definitely a crew. But they were <laughs> like making a hard case for Des Moines. And I mean, being someone who's never really been to any of those states or driven through them. What do you mean a hard
2: case? Do they have like visuals and like, a, do they have a, a case present? Like, I mean, what?
3: It was, they, were, they opened up a briefcase and they were like, this is Des Moines. Ma'am,
2: I need you to sit down and listen
3: about the good no, word of Des Moines. No, it was like a, a it, it basically. If
0: I you a briefcase, I wouldn't open it unless you were okay with going to jail.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was basically like, you should move here. Or, I don't know, maybe like a defensive... So like, you
2: could be the woman.
3: Like, yeah, you're in... Hey, gonna, we're in San Francisco. True, like, really,
0: was cool, but they all got laid. <laughs> right.
3: You should move I'm, here and have sex have with us. <laughs> awesome. Basically, that was the underlying tone. Yes, you are correct. I also <laughs> yeah. am not that...
0: Wait, were they at the state fair? Was that how this went down? No, they were like
3: a filmmaker and a business owner. And so they both were on, you know, one was here on business, one was here on vacation.
1: Oh.
3: <laughs> Whoa. Oh, that sounded like it was in the room, which is creepy. <laughs> I'm really, that's so creepy. This would be a great
2: this be a great, at- great time to use the spotted dick Drop but I do not I d I don't I don't have that loaded up so
3: Yeah, I don't know if their dicks were spotted. I never got that far nor did I want to. <laughs> they I, maybe I, did.
0: Hey man, you, you, you erred on the side of uh
3: prudence there, did <laughs> I <laughs> Um but Dear I mean, prudence d- sounds like put cool your put. spotted dick away hey hey hey
0: Finally, a Beetle thug I can get into.
3: <laughs> wow, what? man! I'm glad that just happened. All of it. <laughs> spotted dicks and all. <laughs>
0: Not often you can go with a spotted dick, but
3: tonight's tonight. Let's <laughs> tonight's the night, guys.
1: Oh, wow, man. what's moving what?
3: forward? I've been told that I was cool. <laughs> 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 I don't want to live there, though.
0: We, we will too many. impress you so, later. You know, I, I live a couple hours from Des Moines, and I wouldn't want to live there. But, you know, too many
3: spotted dicks. <laughs> right, exactly. I,
0: okay, fine. I got issues with spotted dicks. You got me... Okay, fine.
2: <laughs> oh, good gravy. What We're, if
0: it's
3: just a wow, birthmark?
0: How did go from... How's it going? <laughs> hello, uh, Radio Valencia, to spotted dicks?
2: Spotted dicks. Oh. This is this how things roll here on...
0: Protonic reversal. Radio oh, I feel Valencia. like I need to change the subject.
2: You are you are talking to... Uh, we are talking to... But I'm so confused. I don't even know what my tense is. I don't know uh, if it's first-person perspective. It's third-person omniscient. I don't know what's happening.
3: We're in another dimension. That's what's happening. <laughs> is that what's happening? Yeah. yeah. The spotted dick dimension. be
2: more professional. Here on Radio Valencia.
0: Protonic reversal.
2: We are talking to Bob Bucko Jr. and Mr. Ryan Warner. Uh, who are on tour, and if you want to see them, uh, Bob Bucco doing some guitar stuff, and the Ryans doing some reading, and there are other dates that I do not have prepared to tell you about.
0: And, and, and tonight is the last night you have a chance to see both of us in the same room. Well, not really, but performing in the same room.
2: And uh, tonight's... Uh, now, hey,
0: all you all you Radio Valencia listeners that want to get in an airplane this morning and fly to your beautiful Rock Island, Illinois... You can come see
2: us Rob, what if people did? What if people did? What if you were so into this interview and into what you guys had to say, and like, these guys seem awesome. I'm going to fly out there right now. What if somebody did? What would you say to them?
0: Uh, you got ten bucks, bro?
2: (laughs) (laughs) No guest list, bro. Daddy needs
0: a cold one. Let's go. (laughs) Fantastic. I mean, mean, it's either that or what's wrong with you, I guess, would be a good one to ask. you
3: like, why would you waste the planet's resources by flying in an airplane? (laughs) <laughs>
2: why would I, here. that's you what you're gonna? Why would you waste the planet's resources? Is what you're gonna jump to? You should
3: have walked <laughs> quickly. <laughs> power walked. Indeed. Those fancy Just power, power
2: walk over to Rock Island and You'll make it. Leave now. Leave now. Uh, Bob Bucko Jr. and Ryan Warner, guys. Hey, uh, th- this has been great, man. Uh, anything? Any parting words? Any messages? Oh, of-
0: wow. I would. I would say, uh, stay away from the spotted dicks in Des Moines. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're traveling across country, as long as you do that, and also stay out of probably all of Indiana, you're doing pretty well. So, uh, yeah, rock and roll man, protonic reversal.
2: There we go. Hey, th- thanks for being on the show and uh, safe, safe travels. Yeah, thanks, man. And uh, hopefully, uh, see you soon. Don't don't be a stranger, huh?
0: All right, on.
2: All right, brother. Take care. Hey, thanks, guys. All right. Bob, Bob Bucko Jr. This is uh L R seventy two. Least Best Beast with Frail, Common Animal, coming at ya, Ray of Valencia, Protonic Reversal. Before that, we had LR72 by Bob Bucko Jr. for his Month of Covers album called Covers that you can find on Bandcamp. And uh, do you know what the correlating factor between me putting those two songs together is, Real Time Drop?
3: Is this a trick question?
2: No. I'm asking you a question you could not possibly know the answer to. Well, you could possibly know. So it is
3: a trick question.
2: Uh, Maybe it's a a tricky question, if not. I don't. A trick question.
3: What is it? Tell me, Conan, what is it? Well,
2: I will. Uh, LR72 is a song by the band Silkworm originally. This is a song that Bob Bocco Jr. is covering. That Least Best Beast song features sadly departed drummer Michael Dahlquist from Silkworm playing drums on it. Oh,
3: there's a Silkworm connection. There
2: is. And there's also a great documentary, if you have not seen it and you're even a casual fan, Couldn't You Wait is the name of the documentary, and it's wonderful. And it's highly recommended. It's very sad, but uh, very awesome. And I think...
3: Wait, say uh, it again, what's it called?
2: Couldn't You Wait.
3: Couldn't You Wait. I'm putting this in a list of things to watch.
2: Good. That's why you should. It's, It's all...
3: It's about the band or the drummer. It's
2: about it's about the band and the death of the drummer, which is terrible. is unfortunately plays a very big part of it uh, near the end. But it's it's interesting to me because the that song, which was written before Michael Dahlk was passed away, is sort of like the the general tone and uh, song. Uh, material is for uh, talking about a departed friend. Oh. Right. So then when they did the touch and go 25th anniversary, even though uh, Michael had passed away and had been unfortunately taken from the world from someone attempting to commit suicide by running into another car.
3: Oh, God. That's terrible.
2: And the other people in the what other car were, were killed or injured. And wow. One of them was the drummer for Silkworm.
3: There's a lot of not only tragedy, obviously, but irony in that.
2: Yeah and the so they played that song of the Touch and Go 25th anniversary and which that song is just uh, even in its album form by the and the original is just guitar and bass so the, but that was the only thing that they played and it was very much like a very moving thing cuz he was the drummer so it was like right. one of those, but it's like that's already what the song out. material it was a very poignant moment in the movie Yeah and uh yeah that was, that was a very nice thing in the documentary Yeah
3: sure. I mean it's crazy how the world works and it's nice I think for me to see how people handle different tragic things that happen or even positive things but you know it's like everyone has their different experiences and has different yeah. ways of handling things so
2: absolutely and sometimes sometimes people just don't want to talk about it at all sometimes it'll just have to come up in like casual conversation or whatever i mean i just my best friend just died from yeah. uh from I high know. school I know my best friend for over 10 years and even though we hadn't talked in years I know. Yeah, it's still it's It's been crazy. It's been really bizarre because, you know, I've been going through all these pictures because it's like, yeah, that old that I have all these actual film photos that that are, wow. that are yeah. I printed out and I'm going through and scanning them all so everyone can see them. Yeah. And just kind of going through, like, doing me- down memory lane and, like, remembering, like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, so much of, like, how I'm defined as a person is I know. from those days.
3: I know. And it's like... Bob Bucko Jr. was saying, you know, the time of like 18 to 23 is so influential. He was talking about music, but I think, you know, for me as well, that's just a period of life when you're really developing as a human. And so totally there's so many things that stick with you. And I, I think about it a lot based on like, I remember being so much more excited about life in that time period. Not that I'm not now. I still have a lot of inspiration, but But it it seems like anything's
2: possible. Yeah, yeah, it was different. Mm -hmm. It was
3: just more like, oh, I love so many things right now because life is great and you're still young and learning and figuring out what you like about things and experiencing that with other people. You know, like the friends that I made during that time period are the people that I will always like, you know, meet back up with. And even if it's been five years, then I still feel that strong connection with them.
2: Sure yeah and that's and that's I mean we're talking about and uh, my friend Clay, who passed away, he like we moved to Oakland together out of our crappy small mm-hmm. town, well, not that small town, modesto, but you know an hour and a half I, I say it's an hour and a half away from San Francisco, but it was a world apart, especially back then, you know before the internet as we know it now, right, uh, you know culturally, it was about a million times harder and weirder. Of just like a small backwoods, like Midwest sort of town or something in its way.
3: Yeah, I mean, Modesto seems like it hasn't changed much, but Oakland sure has
2: for sure. But then, I mean, we we, you know we coped with it by like finding all this like crazy music, and that kind of became a defining part of our culture. Whereas, to be clear, I was I was always into music, but until I found bands like Nirvana and and Sonic Youth and Mudhoney and the Melvins and 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 so on and so on, I never found music that was mine. Right. And we kind of went through that discovery process together, and we're talk- also talking about the same guy that just showed up at my door one day with a bass guitar and said, "Hey, you need to get an electric guitar now so we can be a band." And I was, wow. like, and I said, "Oh, okay,
3: <laughs> wow." And, and, we, and we
2: were, and we were god awful, but we ne- and we never got around too much to the actual music part of it. But it did set me on the path to actually playing music.
3: Yeah, that's cool.
2: And uh, unfortunately. You know, in later years, it, we kind of developed the friendship. Kind of became one a one way friendship, where yeah, I was happens. putting everything into it, and there was nothing coming back. So, it kind yeah. of ran on fumes for a, a couple of years in the early two thousands, and then, you know, some sometimes around like two thousand six or something, and uh, kind of just lost touch with them. But yeah, yeah it's I mean been... that
3: happens in life, and it's a really real thing to deal with.
2: But then, like, in high school, like, we were considered, like, a gestalt entity. It's like, oh, Conan and Clay, you know, Clay and Conan, like, whatever. Like, everyone was, like, we were, like, inseparable. Yeah. So it's just very weird to have someone that, like, is such an important, formative part of, like, who you are as your identity. Yeah. You know, where you live, like, you know, musically, any of that, like, is now just gone.
3: Well, I mean, it lives on in your memory. For sure.
2: For sure. But it's it's been.
3: It's just now it's reached this sort of closure point. Right. Right. Where you have to find that on your own. Cause and it's,
2: it's it's been a weird week, and I'm not the only one dealing with this, but it, it's definitely, you know, it, it's it's been it's been interesting,
3: yeah, let <laughs> to, to say the least. I've never experienced that specifically myself. I've lost friends, and it's interesting to think of, you know, at least someone lives on in your memory and sure. you can cherish that but it's it is weird when you know friends grow apart and i I've, i was talking to my really old friend the other day about this and how like as an adult you have to figure out where people fit in your life and
2: right and they're not going to be the same kind of relationships as they were when you're like 17
3: no, you're not going to have and, that like
2: intense like. Oh, we're just you know yeah. we're one mind and one body and like we're. Yeah. And it's like friendship becomes means something different to you, and it, it you need right. different things out of it.
3: Right, and it's like it's. I think it becomes harder and harder to connect p- with people on that level. Not because not just because you're older, but because everyone has different life experiences, and some people grow from it, and some people don't. Right. So you're going to have like a different emotional depth than other people. And I was saying to her, like, I have a hard time connecting with other women sometimes Mm. because I feel, I don't know. I I don't know if it's a distance thing or if it's, like, a fear or women are catty. I don't really know. It's probably me.
2: Any one of those things, perhaps?
3: Probably me. I don't know if dudes are the same way. I'm sure it is, but... Generally not catty, but for sure, yeah, I... It's, it's like you it's cherish that those people in your life that you did actually have that depth with, but it doesn't. It just doesn't exist. And you know, meeting new people recently, I've in San Francisco, I realized like I can't expect that same depth, and so therefore, I, yeah,
2: you're not necessarily going to get the same thing as you would from someone that, yeah, because it, it's a different culture. Everything about it is different. I mean, there's nothing the same about it at all.
3: Yeah, and I'm older, and I have different needs. You know, like, I don't really care about how cool everybody is anymore. I find that really passe and boring, but maybe Mm -hmm. when I was younger, that did actually matter. It never really mattered that much to me, but (laughs) it does kind of, like, you always have that in the back of your head, like, is this a scene I want to be a part of? And now I'm like... right. I kind of do want to be a part of this scene, but man, I don't really like a lot of you people
2: well and so and for me, just with this you know with this news lately of, of his passing and whatnot, just it kind of has made me think about like like wow, like I don't have a close friend like that anymore like I don't have like yeah. a, a friend that like I'm that close like i I know hundreds more people, you know thousands right. some might say you know, and and I, I, you know, I'm friendly with tons of people, but I don't have that same level of, like, this is a close, like, simpatico, just, like, us against the world sort of yeah. um, best friend thing, which is something that's, like it's a weird realization. It's like, oh, wow, yeah. like, is that me? Is that just, like, you know, getting older? Like, I don't know.
3: I think it's just getting older. I think so. I um, mean, it's really surreal to come to that realization, especially when you are totally. forced to come to it. Because, <laughs> right, when
2: it's, like, taking out of your hands and, like, yeah. hey, this terrible thing Happen. And the one thing I've been, and then I've been put in the interesting position of, you know, I, I get to I get to break the news to people because I still I don't and I felt like I don't keep in touch with anybody, but compared to like you know some of the other parties involved, I keep in touch with a lot more people. Yeah. So I'm the one that gets like relay the information. What I found, because without getting too into it, mm-hmm. uh, it was not foul play is not suspected,
1: oh, but okay. the, the
2: guy the guy died. He wasn't much older than me, so he you know mm-hmm. you, you can. Without putting together necessarily exactly what happened, mm-hmm. you, you can kind of figure it out a little bit.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, but I've, I've had to sort of explain this to people and be the person that it, you know, relays the information, mm-hmm. which I, I did have done in the most straightforward way possible, but without necessarily being brusque about it. You're right. Nobody has been surprised. Wow. Which is kind of like one of those things, I think it speaks a lot to the character, his character of, you know, he was sort of like a tortured dude.
3: Yeah, and also your relationship and how it might have degraded and how.
2: Sure, but he was always even. I mean, he was always very much a a dark entity. Yeah. If you will, so no one's been necessarily surprised about it, but it's been weird being put in that position after really not interacting with him for years, and it made me think about like, okay, what kind of things do do I do in my daily actions that would like how how am I touching the lives of others is it negatively or positively is it both like you know how would I be remembered like what would this be like yeah you know and that's
3: a reasonable like thing to go through in stages you know like
2: and then I feel selfish because I'm starting to think about myself instead of my dead friend. <laughs> so, right. and, that's, and then I'm like, oh, I'm being an asshole. It's
3: all, so, no, I mean, it's just all very, it seems like a very existential situation. I mean, like I said, I haven't been put in that position yet. I'm sure I will. Yeah, it I, sucks. I do have a friend that passed away <laughs> a couple years ago suddenly, and I didn't know him super well, but he is someone who's very influential in the skateboarding community and Mm -hmm. so he had lots of good friends and he was also someone that i would always stop and say hi to like sometimes i don't really want to talk to people yeah you're friendly
2: if not i'll be polite but
3: i usually avoid talking to people sometimes like i just don't feel like it when i'm overwhelmed or grumpy or something but that guy i would always talk to him because he's like Mm -hmm. just super cool and he had a new girlfriend who had a baby on the way, which so now,
2: yeah, that's a thing too, yeah,
3: yeah, there's like this his son is growing up now, and um every year there's like this big skate competition to donate to his son, so it's actually mm-hmm. kind of developed in like a really great community for her and her son because people are coming together to remember him sure. and you know take care of him, but I mean, he also like. I know him to be kind of a party dude, so in that sense, I I think about I didn't know him well enough to have that same reaction that you're right, having. Right. Like, how are people going to respond to this? Yeah,
2: but still, it affects you though. and It's it's I don't it's
3: know. kind of a weird thing that happens when you get older, I guess.
2: And I guess if I have any wisdom to impart with it, it just sort of kind of hammers home the point of you know my general life ethos, which is. Just try to leave the world a better place than it was the way you came in. Well, that's it, it, great. If you, if you try your best to do that, then you'll, you'll probably be doing okay. Uh, had, I, had I really had it together, I would have put together some sort of playlist or something remembering. him, but I'm I'm be honest with you. It's just being on the air. Is a. am going to call that a win.
3: I feel like <laughs> you're <laughs> doing do a do great the job show. today. <laughs> you, you seem extremely... Put together and pleasant. I'm very good at compartmentalizing, but maybe. It, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if that's such a good thing, but yeah, I know. You present yourself well, and maybe in a couple of weeks you can do a playlist. Yeah, i will we'll be something.
2: There'll be something. So if, if you if you're listening to this and you and you did know, Clay, uh this is gonna go out to him. This is always a song he he, he loved. This is a big black steelworker. It's
3: interesting.
2: That's Battles with My Machines. The drummer is just so good. John Senior? Yeah, he's a, he's the man. Uh, he's the man. That's so uh, the album. Gloss Drop is, is the name of that that album, I guess. And I, I I'm terrible because I actually don't even have the – I don't even have that
3: you don't like own it as yeah. a person owning music
2: no. well because there's a uh, i think i think that's a reference to and i i like them um but i think that's a, they're a record that's a reference to something i don't know what everything's a reference to everything else with that band uh but they're great and the, the video for that's awesome that is gary newman that's on there it's a fantastic
3: that video is really cool fantastic Definitely video highly metaphorical re- <laughs>
2: I think what is you said, like, I feel like that's my life or something along those I d-
3: lines? I did. I said I feel like I do feel like that's my life. Like, falling up the stairs is something that you sh- should never be possible, but it is. I've done it. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, pretty interesting. And they, they had, like I said, they had a really good idea with this of, of just, you know, hey, we, we instead of us getting a new singer, let's just have a bunch of
3: people we like sing it. Yeah. I mean, that's a great idea. And also that... I don't know. They're just really... I think they're really great. They're an interesting band. Yeah, I, I, I
2: like them a lot. I think they're creative. They're inventive.
3: Yeah, I mean, the album Mirrored is also really good. I remember mm-hmm. when that came out, I bought it, like, right away. I have it on CD, compact disc. <laughs>
2: the, the revolutionary compact disc format. You're listening to...
0: Bructonic Reversal.
3: That's like a science thing, right?
2: It is, Rebecca. Thank you.
3: Is it a science thing? It's It's not just a clever title. It's it's
2: a a junk science thing. Junk science? It's a a Ghostbusters reference.
3: It's a Ghostbusters... Yes, it Yeah, (laughs) is. You've heard the intro, right? Yeah, I did. Of the show that you're on? It's really early in the morning for me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: uh, it goes something like this try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every
0: molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light total protonic reversal Protonic reversal Protonic pl- pl- pl-
2: pl- 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 reversal with the Conan Neutron that's uh yeah that's uh Hal Ramis and Dan Aykroyd
3: yeah I know I mean I know it's <laughs> early <laughs> I can't.
2: We do. It's a morning show, and that can't that can't, can't be the excuse all the time.
3: Yes, it can. <laughs> it absolutely can.
2: Once you tell me about the, this awesome backpack you got in this jean jacket, this is something I noticed on your way in. Let this me is, let this, me get let me a professional boost, segue.
3: Yeah, let me boost my street cred here on on <laughs> on how I just actually took away points by being dumb. by by
2: saying that. Yeah, yes, yes, you did.
3: I actually do have a brain. And I'm cool too, but yeah, that was a fun sound.
2: (laughs) And that means that that's the I do have a brain sound,
3: (laughs) (laughs) and it's fun. It's fun. We have fun. I have this jacket, and um, so I don't know how much backstory I should. Well,
2: this is the the backstory sound effect. Go ahead.
3: Okay. I have this jacket, and I just made it um, with an image on it that is well-followed. And uh, so my boyfriend has a clothing company, mm-hmm. and it's gotten, like, the, the shameless Shall we get the
2: shameless plug drop ready, perhaps?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is there a sound for that as well?
2: Uh, yeah, sure. That would be. It would be something along, along these lines, I think. Yeah.
1: Uh,
3: Wow. Okay, so go ahead. Anyways, the image is somewhat of a cult, has a cult following. I mean... There's a cult based around
2: this image? Is it?
3: Well, we're not drinking Kool-Aid or anything, but I mean, there's... It's a popular image, is what you're saying. It's something that, like, if you know, you know. That kind of thing. Okay. That's how cult followings work, I think. But anyways, it's a t-shirt. He has a T-shirt company. It's called Cool Try. Uh-huh. Check it out. Um, this T-shirt image is the most popular, and therefore he doesn't like just put it on anything. You know, okay, you so, can do that, but right. it's it's you know like a choice. Like I don't want just anybody to be able to find this on whatever computer mouse pad they need to make. Things out of, but I don't really wear what? t-shirts. <laughs> you know, you can print images on like um, mouse pads or some cheesy shit. I just said that. Mm-hmm. You can do that, but why okay. would you? That's not cool, you know. So it's just a t-shirt. It's, I, would
2: say, I would say that is not cool. Yes, I would agree no, with that.
3: But I'm I'm sure if it was on a mouse pad, people would fucking buy it. I just said okay. that on the air.
2: Okay, all right.
3: Anyways. I asked him to make this because I don't wear T-shirts, but I really, you know, I want to. But you like the image, image. So I made a back patch, or he made a back patch for me. Fantastic. Because I asked, and I put it on this jacket because I wear this jacket every day, and it like fits perfectly. Like the back patch, it the color of the denim, everything fits perfectly. I had it for one day, and I was walking in front of my house, and I. Hear this woman behind me. Her phone made that camera sound. That you know, that camera right, like right, lens, right. the fake lens sound. And I was like, "Is my?" F- I thought my friend was walking behind me, taking photos of me. Like, did you did you, did you turn
2: around and say, "Use your phone as a phone"? <laughs> Does Anybody still do that? Because if not, you maybe should have.
3: I, I definitely should have. I regret that now. I sh- I wish I had just turned around and said something. Because I mean, in my head, I'm like is someone following me taking and I'm like yes that's happening so I texted him at that moment and I was mm-hmm. like "Um, someone is like stalking me taking photos this is kind of bizarre and right. weird and I was a little bit like this is a unique thing that I have and I know that people will notice it and whether they know it's cool try or not I wish she had just been like hey that's a cool jacket I'm going to take a picture I just took a photo of you anything and it made me think about how culturally acceptable it is to like just like Take just, photos just, of yeah, people. like
2: everything is just public domain now. There's you have to you don't have to take any. You don't have to like get permission. It's just yeah. Everyone just thinks. That's I was. Okay. I
3: mean, obviously, I was a little bit like uh, I don't know happy kind of like oh cool someone's like stalking me that's cool i I have an important thing on me (laughs) is it it? (laughs) but i was also really offended because i was kind of creeped out and i felt like really like i felt like really in the spotlight it's it's an invasion for sure and i just like wish that you know so i texted him and i was like um someone is like following me taking photos of my jacket after I realized it was a stranger, I thought it was my friend, but it wasn't. I was um, I was in front of my house, and it was like a good block or so that she was like following me taking photos. And he didn't check the message right away because he was at work or whatever. And he said that at the exact same moment, he got an email that was a picture of me. Same moment, I texted him, he gets this text, oh, wow. and then okay. he gets an email that's the picture of me walking while I'm texting him oh wow
2: that's crazy it it
3: was really bizarre and i was like why the fuck didn't that person just i was like really upset because i just felt really invaded in a way that i I knew that would happen having this on my back i knew that because it
2: just sticks i don't know i don't know anything about anything fashionable apparently because i don't know anything about (laughs) about that specifically but that does that isn't well i
3: didn't either until i met him but i mean i had seen people wearing his shirts and been like that's a cool shirt it was like my friend people I know that happen to know him because we have mutual friends sure sure you know but like so you this woman works I don't know for whatever art thing that's following I don't know like it was someone that works for MoMA and
2: oh but she didn't think, think to even like to say anything to you just that was that was beyond her
3: 10. I guess so. I mean, I remember her walking past me finally because I didn't want to turn around and acknowledge that it was happening because then I would have to there. be like, I didn't want to be an asshole, like, like, but I also didn't want to like
2: typing away like this.
3: Yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> That's how I knew it was happening. I heard that sound. And I was like, I know what that means. Right. But I also was like, I don't want to acknowledge You're that like, I know what that means. Hashtag somebody's watching me. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, sometimes I feel like somebody's watching me I, I got no prophecy. whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> which is I mean in some ways very flattering and I do respect that I knew that would happen and it's cool and I'm glad that he has a following because it's good for him like he can you know people yeah. buy his stuff and that's really awesome and I'm I'm happy that it's a thing people want too like if some company were like I want to make jackets out of this I would probably, I'd be like, okay, cool, like, that's good for you, you know? But I just, I wish someone, this person had been like, hey, like, I just took a photo of you, I'm going to email it to Ryan now. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was- It's called
2: common human courtesy, people, get with it.
3: It's, anyway, it was weird. Bizarre.
2: You've done it again. Another, another Thursday morning.
3: We made it. I didn't make too much of a fool of myself
2: we have been listening to Protonic Reversal. Protonic Reversal. I'm Radio Valencia. We thank you for that. Uh, this show is every 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific time. Thursday mornings. radioneutron.com to catch up on all the back episodes and podcasts and whatnot. There's a Facebook page. I forget about that, but there is.
3: As we come to you should check it We might have podcast. cool things happening in the future
2: Yeah, it's it's, it's a possibility that could happen uh, we, Again, thank you for listening Bob Bucko Jr., Ryan Warner Thank you for being on the show Great guys Check out their music Bob Bucko Jr., bandcamp.com RyanWarnerWriteStuff.com
1: Mr. and Mrs. America
2: Song you hear Shellac, the end of radio
1: within the sound of my
2: voice see ya next week
3: on the flip side I've got <laughs> indeed bye
2: take care 50,000 watts of power
1: sound into electricity can you hear me now out on route 128 dark and lonely i got my radio on can you hear me now can you hear me now Top Ten, I'd like to thank our sponsor. girl. There is no special girl. It's the, it's the end of radio. The last announcer plays the last record. The last what? Leaves the transmitter. Queen Elizabeth.